Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. It's week five, and it's time to talk some DFS. Of course, to help me do it every single week is D-Bro Derek Brown, the king of bros, the Welsh, producing the show today. We are live on AMP, and uh, we're also here in our Betting Pros audio channel, so make sure you subscribe to Betting Pros Podcast wherever you get your pods. Don't forget to do that. Also, check out our lineup optimizer as well, fantasypros.com slash optimizer, so you can harness the power of expert projections to build winning lineups. And you can do it all day long. You can generate up to 150 lineups at one time. So use the optimizer again at fantasypros.com slash optimizer. Get that bad boy done. D-Bro, we got some returns this week. We got some high total games, some maybe sneaky games on the slate. Let's get after it with the returning Jonathan Taylor to the Indianapolis Colts against the Tennessee Titans defense. Now, not the defense you want to see out of the gate, obviously, if you are a fan of rushing. However, I still think Anthony Richardson is one of these guys every single week we should be talking about and probably putting in our lineups. D-Bro, that's the one piece of this game that is intriguing to me. I don't know how much I like the rest of it, but that's where I'm at. Where are you in this contest right now? Because the total isn't isn't a huge number. It's 43 and a half, but the fantasy points for Anthony Richardson, the guy who controls his own scoring is intriguing to me. I love Anthony Richardson. He's going to be a core play for me this week. Uh, and this really goes down, goes down the line. It's a rich it's you're going to, uh, at least single stack him with Michael Pittman. I am on board with you doubling him. If you need the salary savings and going Pittman and Alec Pierce. Okay. Now you might want to just go that realm in large field tournaments. Maybe if you're doing small field, single entry stuff, you don't want to do that. That's fine. But Alec Pierce is their deep ball guy. Tennessee is terrible versus all things passing, especially the deep ball. They are pretty good at tackling and versus Yak. That's why they shut down Joe Burrow. But this is a rich. It's Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce on the Colts side. I want nothing to do with that Colts rushing attack. And if you've been listening to the show, you know why. (laughs) And we're going to run it back with DeAndre Hopkins, man. Uh, The Colts corners are no bueno they are not good deandre hopkins is getting a boatload of targets every single week you could look at the read this through the primer you know it and so we need to be believing it and with that i think he's a little more healthy this week than he was last week i want to play deandre hopkins and i don't think he's gonna be popular and he posts a 20 or 25 point outing here mm. let's go you got the first sharp that i've heard talk about that too that also it's a we're, we're past the point now where the hopkins health should be in a better place as well here's an interesting game too houston texans go to the atlanta falcons here the number on this one is 41 and a half uh Bijan's always in play now this is the anticipation for all of us where we believe that this is when you're going to start to see a little bit more of that volume push for Bijan. so i think he's very much in play that's the one piece in this game that's really intriguing stroud's been really good atlanta defense is a little better i think the people give it credit for sometimes and then obviously nico collins coming off a huge game i don't know if you want to chase that or not but what do you find that's intriguing him in houston and atlanta this week i'm not chasing nico i'm not chasing tank i'm not playing any of the quarterbacks from this game uh to your point joe both of these past defenses are severely underrated uh houston has not been allowing any production to wide receivers like bottom three in fantasy points allowed steven nelson is playing like a top 10 12 cornerback in the nfl so you do not attack houston through the air you do that on the ground that means all the freaking Bijan robinson that you could possibly muster this week he's about as close to a lock play as you could possibly get this week hmm. um so if he's chalky i don't give a crap pull out the spoon <laughs> eat all the chalk get the biggest freaking bowl you have in your house because you want B. John Robinson on the other side. 
I don't, I don't want any part of the Atlanta Falcons outside corners. AJ Terrell and Jeff Akuda are playing really, really good football. Um, they've allowed AJ Terrell to shadow. So I think he's going to shut down Nico Collins in this one. I'm going to bring up a really off, uh, off the reservation name here, people. It is Bobby Trees week. It is Robert Woods week. Hmm. The way that you beat this Atlanta Falcons pass defense is you pick on D offered in the slot. You stay away from their outside corners. I think Bobby Trees is going to lead them in targets this week. My bold call for the week was he's going for 120 in a score. I'm going to have him in a ton of DFS lineups. So everyone goes to Collins and Dell and you're going to Bobby Trees. Very interesting. By the way, last week I had a lot of shares of the Houston Texans defense uh very lowly rostered Ooh. let me tell you i go back to that well You'd again love to too. See I might go back down to that well just saying it's cheap again this you week. should i am i, I am. mean they, I they're desmond still ritter's starting not, desmond ritter so I, I as long as ritter's out <laughs> there it's not a bad idea what might be a one-sided contest the detroit lions are hosting the carolina panthers 44 and a half is the total on this one so Again, this one's not going to break the wheel in terms of expectation. However, you know, the David Montgomery love is real. The price has gone up exponentially week over week, especially on FanDuel. So you have to pay it if you want to get into that. It's still Sam Laporta, a good value. He is at 6K over on FanDuel. I've got Laporta in lineups. I think there's room for a double touchdown game here. I would fade away from Goff, though. That's how I feel about Detroit. Like, I think everyone's going to be in this. Oh, Detroit, Detroit. But with Amon Ron dealing with that abdomen issue, not practicing last two days. I don't know, D. I think for me, this is, hey, manage the football game, run the football, and get out with a W. And I think they will. So what are your thoughts here, Detroit, Carolina? Anything to add to that? I don't want any Panthers. No, no, Mm -mm. no, no. Uh, The only Detroit Mm -hmm. Lions that I have interest in, and they're both core plays for me. So don't get it twisted, people. I love these guys. David Montgomery, Detroit's going to run the ball at nauseum and do it well versus Panthers defense. And yeah, dude, it's Sammy Ballgame. Sammy Ballgame, Sam Laporta is a core play, almost lock play. I think he's the strongest tight end play on the board. And this kind of goes through a few different things, Joe. Um, It's not only that Carolina plays a ton of zone coverage and limits you deep. So you're not going to throw the ball. So anybody with any ideas of Jamison Williams, you can have fun with that. This is also, yes, I'm going to say Brown is banged up, man. And so if he doesn't play, I think Samuel Porter could, obviously he's probably going to get popular if that's the case. But even if Amon Ra's in, I'm playing Sammy ball game regardless. You know who becomes interesting if Amon Ra's out? Jameer Gibbs, who nobody wants to touch anymore. He's yeah, the most that's unpopular fair. guy yep. out there. Love if that. If that happens. Like and a everyone, really good leverage play. It's a great leverage play because he's the forgotten man. And you know what's going to happen? Everybody's yep. going to go to Jamison Williams. I mean, they should go to Laporta anyway. But but Gibbs will be the guy that's, that's the forgotten piece. And I think that's the piece to really focus if... Again, that's a big if, if I'm on Raw's out. Uh, we just talked about David Montgomery, too. You get plus 380 for him on the two-touchdown score prop right now that's available. Ooh. So uh, if you like him for two scores. You can interest me in that. Uh, well, there you go. That's why I use it. By the way, fantasypros.com slash props, by the way. If you play season-long fantasy football and you're looking to become even more invested in your fantasy football teams, if that's possible, then we've got a game changer for you. Just visit fantasypros.com slash props and you can view the top recommended player props for your fantasy football players. Combine your fantasy football knowledge with the prop bet cheat sheet over on betting pros and you make informed bets and score big just like what i'm talking about here so investing that's what we're doing fantasy football props it's all the same stuff wagering so if you're ready to become a prop bet pro then head over to fantasypros.com props today and get those w's all right let's move on to the next game on the slate uh, a low total here 37 and a half baltimore pittsburgh womp womp feels like uh one side again can't invest in anything in pittsburgh 
They have a 16 and a half implied team total. That sucks. Uh, just, just keeping it real. Sorry, Bogman, wherever you are. Baltimore Ravens side, <laughs> look, I mean, if you want to invest in Lamar, it's okay, but it's Lamar and Flowers are intriguing to me. Because of the low total, I think it'll be lowly rostered, which makes it more appealing because I think everybody's going to be so heavily, and they might not be wrong, in on that Chiefs-Minnesota game, in on that one-sided potential Miami game too. But what do you think about Baltimore in this one? Any love for them? I, yeah, Lamar Jackson and Zay Flowers are core plays for me this week. Really? I okay. love them this Great. week. Uh, do, so the thing about Zay Flowers is, is um, Pittsburgh has been eviscerated by wide receiver ones. That um, And I pulled this stat from um, my dude Scott Barrett out on Twitter this is what wide receiver ones have done against uh, Pittsburgh Steelers this year, Joe. Brandon Ayuk, 32 PPR points. Amari Cooper, 16. Devontae Adams, 42. Nico Collins, 35. Any of these uh, scores interest people out there? Well, is they it Flowers or is it Andrews? Like, in your opinion, which way do you go with that? Flowers. It's Flowers. Okay. And I look back at Andrews' history and another fun little factoid. I, a lot of these things are noisy, but Pittsburgh is really good versus Well, you're noisy. Ends. I keep you around I, anyway, so I like noisy no, things. No, I know. You You keep me away. You can't get rid of me. I, I'm I like tried. God knows um, I tried. I know. Well, you, you tried. <sighs> um, I'm like, well, she can't get rid of either one. Uh, <laughs> we're like a bad rash. Seriously. Um, but looking at Andrews' history, he's never scored a touchdown against Pittsburgh in his entire career ever i don't know that that stops this week i want lamar i want zay if you want a game stack this and i don't think you you have to you do not have to run it back with anybody on the pittsburgh side if you do i don't like i don't dislike Najee harris this week i think he's gonna get 15 what? to 20 who touches. are you what have you done with Derek brown did you say you like Najee harris this week i can't I believe do. i'm hearing this i thing. do he's been running well his his tackle breaking metrics are really good and I think Matt Canada is going to back Canada and they're going to run the ball a ton uh -huh. and stay away from this Baltimore secondary. If you look at Baltimore's run defense, they can be had. And so while it's gross to sit here and consider Najee Harris, he probably gets 20 touches this week and Baltimore's run defense has not been good. Their strength of that defense is the secondary. So, All right. yeah, there you have it. game stacks are large field tournaments. Najee Harris outside of that. Uh, ew. Okay. Uh, <laughs> new, speaking of ill. Perfect transition to the next game. Oh, New Orleans and yeah. New England, 38 and a half. Oh. Gross. Uh, I teased New Orleans oh. up to three and took that because uh, that's, you know, just where I'm at here with the uh, New England Patriots uh, defense. Christian Gonzalez out for the year. Mm. Matthew Judon out. Uh, almost every cornerback named Jones is out. Everybody's out for the New England Patriots. So I think Olave is intriguing. My only problem is I just don't understand the health of Derek Carr's shoulder because you saw him dump the ball off, you know, 14 times to Alvin Kamara. So Kamara is intriguing to me this week again, especially with Carr's potential limitations and the potential limitations of like, if the Patriots can't get to the quarterback or cover anybody, this could be a very, you know, lopsided, although not high scoring affair here where New Orleans is kind of an easy play. Do you see that in this one too, or is it just a fade because of the total? Uh, I, I wrote up Chris Olave as a GPP play. I think it's Chris Olave or full fade this game. And this comes down to Chris Olave is the only answer for man coverage that New Orleans has. They, They've run a lot of targets and a, I think it's a 25 or 26% target share for Michael Thomas against man coverage. He has responded with said target share with like 1.0 yards per route run, which for everybody out there putting context with that, that's bad. It's really bad. So they will throw to Michael Thomas this week. He's just not going to do much with it. So it's really Chris Olave or full fade this game. This game is disgusting. And it's, it's sad to say too, that like 
this game is going to have a pretty good play volume. Like the pace of both of these offenses is really good. It's just the production of them say, um, is really yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, great. We, we can punt the ball quickly back and forth to each other. Terrific. Yay, lots wait. of punts. Yeah. Is there, is, can I bet the, is there a punt prop? Can I bet that? I, can, I think I can. Ooh, if you find one, Joey, uh, yeah. count me in for the over. Let's go with the over on the punts in this game. Uh, let's go oh, to the God. next one here. God. I need to scour the books now. Miami Dolphins, heavy favorites against the New York football giants. 47 and a half is the number for this one. Uh, Devon Achan, seriously in play for this game, especially oh, with Mostert's baby. health being a little wackadoo uh, this week. We've had uh, Jalen Waddle coming back last week. So I think another healthy week for him of practice is a good thing. Um, Tyree Kill is going to be heavily rostered. Look, it's going to be a lot of Miami stacks out there. I see no reason yep. to run it back. I see none. Again, I don't care if Saquon's None. playing. I am not touching the Giants to run this game back. Is the Miami stack yeah. right or wrong this week, D-Bro? Oh, it's right. Right in a big way, baby. Okay. And yeah, if you're already following me on the What's betting the best app. Piece? Which betting... What's the piece you gotta have? Is it Tua or is it just Tua by himself there with Achan? Or is it going in with Tua and Tyreek Hill? Like, what do you want to do here? So if you've already checked out my props on bettingpros.com slash Debro, you already know that we are betting the over for Devon Achan's rushing total. If I'm picking one part or piece out of this game and I have Tua and Tyreek written up as core plays in my cheat sheet, if I'm picking one play point per dollar, it's Devon Achan. Like Mostert's banged up. Last week, Achan played 60% of the snaps. He ran most of the routes. He already took the pass game role from Mostert. He took the red zone role. He got five of the seven red zone opportunities for this backfield. New York can't stop anybody on the ground. If you want one guy that considering, and this is also price sensitive, Tyreek, you're having to pay up for it. And I love Tyreek this week. Because look, well, we Tyreek's 9,400, Joe. And like, Waddle is all the way yeah. down at 6,800, which is a very low price for Waddle. I'm not playing Waddle this week. Okay, I'm so not. I was going to say, who's the better ROI? It's still... It's, it's still Tyreek and it's still Devon. Yes, it's still Tyreek Hill because the thing that, that we've talked about in the show previously and what's going to happen is the Giants and Wink love their man coverage. Well, Tyreek destroys man coverage. And it's not to say that, that Waddle is not good versus man coverage, but that's not how the Dolphins offense runs. They condense and they run everything through Tyreek versus man coverage. And he responds with just ripping secondaries apart so this could be one of those 175 and two type of games like two touchdowns for Tyreek I also think that this could be another 150 on the ground and two to three touchdowns for Devon Achan and at his price I would rather invest in Achan but this is all to say I love the Dolphins too. Give me Tua, give me Tyreek, give me Devon. Do not run it back and let's move on. Baby. Yeah, don't run it back. Now this next one, this is an interesting game stack to get involved in. The Los Angeles Rams at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh. The number's 15 and a half. Now this is a really hot one because I love the Stafford price. Uh, he is cheap, mm -hmm. I feel like, and, and nobody talks about him. Theoretically, you're getting Cooper Cup back. He's expected to play. Everything's going that way. But even so, like, you can run Stafford with Puka still. I, I don't know if mm -hmm. I want to go right to Cooper Cup necessarily in this one, but I think it's interesting just at the very least to look at Stafford here, or look at A.J. Brown in this game especially as well, and DeAndre Swift in this game too. This has a lot of intriguing pieces, but how do you put those pieces on the board this week, Derek, in terms of price? Because most of them are pretty expensive. Matthew Stafford is a core play for me this week. I love Matthew Stafford. You're putting Matthew Stafford up against a pass funnel defense. And 
just to clarify this, the Eagles have an elite run defense. We need to mention them in the same breath that we talk about Tennessee, that we talk about San Francisco run defenses that we avoid like the plague. That's what Philly has. So if the Rams want to move the ball, which we know they do, then it's going to be through the air. Matthew Stafford's a core play. I'm I'm teaming in with Puka Nakua. He is also a core play for me. I'm not playing Cooper Cup. I think he probably, the news we're getting is that he plays. I do not think that's anywhere close to a full-time snap share. Um, it, it just doesn't make any sense at his price points and stuff to go that route. You can get production uh, that from players in a similar price point that can outproduce him on full-time roles. Uh, so no Cooper Cup for me. Uh, I am going to double Matthew Stafford in this game. I'm going to play Matthew Stafford, Puka Nakua, and Tyler Higby because the Eagles are bottom three against tight ends, everything versus tight ends. On the Philly side, I don't want to play Jalen Hurts. A uh, lot of zone for the Rams. Don't think he runs a ton in this game. I'm actually not very interested in A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. The outside corners for the Rams with Witherspoon and Kendrick have been playing out of their minds. Yeah, Witherspoon's like, been very good. amazing, amazing football. I think that the parts and pieces you're looking at for the Eagles, the Eagles have shown the proclivity to go run heavy whenever the matchups suit it. You saw that versus Tampa. They were like, well, we can't throw the ball. Let's just run the ball. <laughs> I think this could be a massive game for DeAndre Swift. And I want to bring up Dallas Goddard here. He has not been anything this year. He's not been playing well. This is the breakout game for Dallas Goddard. If Jalen Hurts is going to take to the air, he's going to throw. We know he's going to throw. They're not just going to run the ball the entire day. It's going to be targets to Dallas Goddard. The Rams are a bottom 10 matchup. Uh, well, top 10 matchup, I should say, four tight ends. You're also accomplishing the fact of you're not going against those top corners for the Rams. So I think this is a game where we could see Dallas Goddard get fed, and the high total is telling us, look, there's going to be points in this game. It's just a matter of who is going to score them. And if you're going to double, well, another option I'll bring up here for large field tournaments is Tutu Atwell. I think people will take him off of their boards considering Cup is going to be active, but a Cup is a... Cup's not going to play the same role as Puka, and he's not going to play the same role as Tutu. I think if you're looking at one person that's like going to the bench this week because he's done nothing pretty much outside of getting cardio is Van Jefferson. <laughs> so I think Tutu's still going to play a full-time role, man. So I'm not worried about his snaps. If any of, if anybody gets eaten into, Van is is gone. Okay. Cup's eaten into his snaps. All right, let's go to the next game on the slate here. Arizona at Cincinnati. Now, Debro, I know on paper this one people might kind of <laughs> not like, but... I, I got to bring this up because I've been starting almost. I, I can't stop myself, D. I just can't stop myself. Almost every lineup I start with Josh Dobbs. I just, I just am. Oh, I mean, okay. 41 yards rushing, I'm 55 not yards rushing, I'm not 48 it. yards rushing on $6,600 salary on FanDuel. He's cheap on DK too. 25 fantasy points, 17 fantasy points, 23 fantasy points. Like it doesn't have to look pretty. He's got, I mean, we talk about the rushing equity of the quarterbacks in fantasy, right? And how important that is. I don't feel like anybody cares about what Dobbs has been doing. And this is a perfect situation. It's not, and the last two weeks he played against the 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys, and he still had more points than Matthew Stafford. So I, I just keep starting there. I want that piece. I don't know how much else I want to get into this game. I know Wilson's really intriguing. If you want to like in a, in a tournament setting, if he has that one big splash play again, Michael Wilson, okay, that's fine. But that's how I'm approaching this game. Do you have any thoughts on that? Should you be steering me away from that? Because I feel like I just, it, it looks good. And I feel like nobody's talking about it. And that's usually a really good thing for the tournament plays. 
I'm looking. I, I got to pull up the total for this one right now. Well, Joe, the total for this one is right. not like you know extraordinary. It's, it's not great, but I'm telling you right now, it's I'm better than the Ravens to total. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this into my bets for the week. I'm betting the over on this total. Uh, you know, I come uh, with one of these games every single week about my sneaky shootout. It's this game, baby. Okay. It's this game. I'm going to tell you it's this game because uh, first let's get to the Cardinals side. Cam Taylor Britt probably doesn't play. He's got a concussion. Uh, DJ Turner uh, has been really, really good opposite Chidobe Awuzie, but Awuzie is not playing really good football coming back from the ACL. So I like Dobbs this week. I love that call, Joey. And I think that you can double him and you could do it cheap, man. You could play Josh Dobbs. We know where the ball was going in this passing attack. This is Josh Dobbs, Marquise Hollywood Brown, and Zach Ertz. And those might sound extremely gross options. Zach Ertz is getting like a, almost a 30% target share in this offense. Mar Hollywood Brown is getting all of the love or, as far as target share. And people have their sights on, well, what do I do with the Michael Wilson after a two-touchdown game? And I'm like, you don't play him. Don't, don't, no, don't do that. So I'm in for Josh Dobbs uh, doubles this week, and I'm not going to play him because I think we can get all the production through one player. I think we see vintage Joe Burrow this week. Okay. And I want what to gives you that wedge feeling? I have not seen him look anything close to comfortable or healthy this year. Like that's okay, my only so thing. I, wrote, I just don't think he's healthy. It's I believe in Joe Burrow more than I believe in in a, a lot of things. <laughs> but like that's the one where I struggle. Like Marquise Brown, I get in this game, but the Joe Burrow part, I just I just keep struggling trying to get there. I mean, Connor's really interesting too because let's be honest, thirty first ranked. I love defense. James Connor. I love James Connor, and I didn't even bring him up. I love yeah, like really like you could play all the freaking Cardinals, and that sounds crazy. But this, I really think this game is the shootout. Like this game is the quiet shootout like of the week. Connor is going to have himself a day. So if you don't want to go with Dobbs and you want to like put mini stacks of this game around other games, I'm totally here for that. James Connor. And I, and I, I love that you brought him up because I should have mentioned him off the hop. But I got I got seduced by the, by the Josh Dobbs sauce. Well, the Josh Dobbs um, sauce is tasty. So good. You know, it's you very, it's very it. good. Yeah. It's very nice. Um, it's spicy, but it's sweet. Spicy and sweet. Um, it's, it's, it's a good combo. But looking at this game, yeah, like my one of my favorite combinations of this game for the week is going to be Jamar Chase and James Conner. And I think that if we look back, all of the Joe Burrow ceiling performances, yeah, T Higgins comes along for the ride on some of these games. Every single ceiling performance for Joe Burrow, his ceiling is so highly correlated to Jamar Chase that that that's really where you could just get all the Joe Burrow. And, and I say this could be vintage Joe Burrow because there's two parts. I'll put one of these clips in the primer so people can check out the video that, that I'm talking about of him moving around better in practice. But the other part about this, Joey, is that Arizona is 28th in pressure rate. They're 29th in blitz rate. Not only can they not get to the quarterback, they don't bring the house either. They'd rather just sit and stare at you in zone coverage. And so looking at that and this matchup, it's it's beautiful, man. Like the, Arizona's not good versus deep passing. Their secondary is not great. They face the sixth fewest deep attempts, so people really don't know how horrendous versus deep passing they are. But they've allowed the eighth highest deep ball passer rating and the fifth highest deep adjusted completion rate. So if we're going to see a vintage Joe Burrow bounce back, and I've already bet the over for Jamar Chase's and it's high it's high people but I bet the over for Jamar Chase's receiving yards already this week 
I think this is the sneaky shootout. I want all the parts or pieces. If you don't want to play Joe Burrow, you don't want to play Josh Dobbs, play James Conner, play Jamar Chase, get most of the points for this game, and you will be happy as hell that you did. Chase will be an interesting pivot, like, because he is... Cheaper. He is not going to be popular. Well, he's not going to be popular. Like I'm, and and look, everyone's going to be. We'll get to Jefferson in a second, but everyone's going to be on Jefferson. Everyone's going to be on Tyreek. You know, and if you forget about J- Jamar Chase this week, and that becomes the sneaky shootout, and let's say Minnesota Casey doesn't. Oh, good lord! Apparently, I'm wrong. Like, um, apparently, I'm wrong. Jamar Chase looks like he's going to be chalky. I don't think that's right. Like, well, you know, that, I'm looking at projections, but I don't think that's I, right. I, like, I don't. It doesn't surprise me, too, so. because he was also unhappy after the game. And whenever you get the unhappy guy after the game, everyone runs to him the next week. Like that happens quite a bit, too. We have to recognize that's part of it. But uh, before we get to the big marquee matchup I just teased, we do have to talk about the Jets in Denver. 43 and a half is the number for this one. Uh, D, look, I look at this one and, and I like the Jets defense here. Um, I like Brees mm-hmm. Hall. He's cheap again. I think this is the time where you yep. start to see Bijan. We start to see Brees hall you start to see these running backs that have been held back now it's october let's push forward let's go uh wilson played his best game i don't know if that's going to translate to denver necessarily but i like the jets defense but that's about all i can get into there is going to be uh um a injury though um my goodness not sauce Gardner, the other corner for the jets just went out oh dj reed dj reed i kept saying eric reed but it's not dj reed reed's going to be out for this game with a concussion he did not oh clear the protocol. i did not know that i saw that I did before this morning. So that's something to keep in mind. That's going to change and adjust things here a little bit. Uh, So that's important news. But outside of that, what are your thoughts on this game? Is there anything to really get interested in? Oh, sweet mama. That actually, um, I am right. I did see that. that. I wasn't having a hallucination. I did not. Okay. So I was going to walk at this and tell you, okay, we need to play all the Brees halls and double team it with Brees hall and the jets. DJ Reed out for the Broncos. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so the thing about the jets corners is they play exclusive sides. So, um, everybody needs to double. I'm going to update the DFS cheat sheet and the primer. Uh, those updates will be live, uh, Friday night. I will be more enamored with a Denver Broncos wide receiver. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be Cortland Sutton, but I got to look at the the alignments for these wide receivers. It could be Sutton. It could be Marvin Mims um, because like I say, a lot of teams will move their cornerbacks around and, and it's hard to get a sense. The Jets play ex- because of the zone they play. Mm-hmm. They play exclusive sides. So you can legit say, that guy's on sauce. This other guy is going to get one of Bryce Hall or Justin Hardy, who, if you do not know those names, there's um, a reason yeah, that means you can be <laughs> playing the wide receiver for Denver going mm-hmm. up against them. And uh, just a little backstory on Bryce Hall, big physical corner, but cannot ha- handle speed. So this might be Marvin Mims monster week. All right. Fair enough. Speaking of monster weeks, big game here, Minnesota at home. 53 is the number for this one against the Kansas city chiefs chiefs coming off a disappointing week. We don't expect that two weeks in a row. I like Pacheco at his price in this game this week, 6,600. I think, you know, he's the guy. I think that's pretty clear at this point. He's explosive. He's, he's quick. He's got everything that you want out of uh, the running back situation there. Uh, I want to stay away from Madison this game because Akers, I think, showed you enough that that could be a committee as of this week. Jefferson, of course, is in play. If you think that Kansas City's ahead, then you like Cousins, you like Jefferson in this game. If you think KC is going to be ahead, then you should like Pacheco in this game. 
Rushy Rice, another piece too. Very cheap. He's my dart throw of the week uh, for touchdowns. Uh, I'm mad because okay. I dropped him. I was trying to drop Sky more, and I dropped him accidentally, and you picked him up in our league. So I, Yo, I, I didn't wanna... even check waivers. I, I put in for him, but yeah, I didn't know that I got yeah, him. Yeah, you did, and I put back in to pick him back up, <laughs> and you got him. So I really don't want to talk to you this week. So this is my saving Woo-hoo. grace is to play him in DFS because I can't play him. <laughs> well, so, you don't have to worry about me. Yeah. My team in that league is no, not making terrible. playoffs. So. I know, and of all people, I was like, man. <laughs> Uh, why is this guy even doing anything? You're you're one in seven. You could trade for him, Joey. Yeah, you could trade for him. And we run seven because we play two <laughs> games every week. But anyway, Debro, let's talk about this game, which is going to be again a highly anticipated Ooh. game. Exposure yeah, to it's good, but do you want to be overexposed to this game? No. And and the crazy thing is, is this is if I'm going to fade one of the high total games, this is it, man. Really. Um, okay. I like Patrick Mahomes and I like Travis Kelsey, but I think the thing is, is that everybody's going to like Patrick Mahomes and like Travis Kelsey. And yeah, I'm looking at Travis Kelsey is going to be the highest rostered tight end on the slate, which it's not surprising. Um, and Patty Mahomes might be the hot, most popular quarterback. And look, I'm not telling you that that fading this game doesn't is going to make you butt pucker a little bit because it's going to, but uh, this game, I could see it easily going under the total. Uh, both these defenses have been playing pretty good. Well, not Minnesota, but Kansas City's defense has been playing extremely good. And if the Chiefs aren't pushed in this game, I think really you could see Patty Mahomes, Kelsey. Minnesota's actually been very, very good against tight ends. Uh, now they haven't played a lot of people, so take that for what it's worth. But it's Mahomes, it's Kelsey. I don't, if I'm paying up for wide receivers. You can interest me in Tyreek. You can interest me in Jamar Chase. If I'm paying up at wide receiver, I, that's where I'm going this week. I'm, I don't, and it's not that I don't love Justin Jefferson, but if he goes for 20 points or 25 points and has a good game, but not an amazing game, you're going to wish that you played uh, Chase or Hill if they break the freaking slate. So this game, honestly, like I know that's going to be circled as the big time game for a lot of people. I don't have nearly as much interest in this game as I thought I would probably coming into this. Madison's an okay tournament play, but again, he's not. I, I have him as a core play right now. I'm probably going to drop him a little bit uh, to just a GPP play in this one. All right, everybody. There you have it. That's what the DFS slate looks like. Go optimize some lineups at fantasypros.com slash optimizer. And again, don't forget to subscribe to the betting pros channel so you can get the pods whenever they drop. Also, check out our YouTube channel. Go subscribe there. We're giving away an Odell Beckham jersey. If you subscribe and drop a comment on one of the videos, we just did the prop show. We did the uh, best bets of the week. Uh, lots of things going on. Live streams every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. Every time there's NFL football, we are live. Great stuff as always. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Derek Brown, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros podcast. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash bettingpros.